everyone. Thank you for joining us online. We're excited to share what God is doing in our midst and want to keep you up to date with the following announcements. Due to the bank holiday, there will be no intercession at 6 a.m. on Monday morning and therefore the evening's intercession will move to Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Explore with us the book of Daniel every Tuesday morning from 6.30 till 7 a.m. We are discussing one chapter at a time with a week of exploring in between. Let's search the historical context and relevance of Daniel's prophecies together. Did you know that trauma can open up doors into your life that bring strongholds and repetitive patterns? At Liberty, we help you identify these, close the doors and let the light in. Join us for Liberty course on the 5th to the 7th of June. We will be looking at generational strongholds that have gained access via our own traumas. Our ministry is funded by the generous giving of our members and friends. Kindly support this ministry by giving towards our course. Please help us to help those in need by giving towards our BodySurve account. Hi everyone. As you know, we are in a time of concealment. And when we all are together again, we will be able to see the fruit of what we spent this time on. Um, for example, if you spend a lot of time in the kitchen cupboards, then we might be able to see that. Um, but Matthew 6 verse 4 says, Your father sees in secret and will himself reward in the open. And in the open or openly is omitted out of some of the Gospels um, because doesn't want to create the sense of expectation of man's acceptance or man's praise. Um, the verse before that speaks of if we do char charitable gifts, do not let your left hand know what the right hand does. Um, and that's kind of indicating that don't do something good and tell everyone that you did it. Um, just do it and expect God to give you your re reward or your recompense. Um, it's more a sense of reward in the sense, in the sense of um, writing, sort of receiving your degree uh, after you've studied and mastered a subject. The study is being done in secret, but the reward is in the open. And in the Greek, the word reward or render is called apodidomi which means to fulfill one's duty to someone, to give what is due, to give back, recompense, or restore. And this verse says that God himself will recompense us. He will restore, he will give back what is due. Uh, what a beautiful promise that is. Um, so I pray that in this time of concealment, whether it be your time or your talents or your tithe, i.e. your money, that you will act in such a way that you will receive the full reward, whether it be in the land of the living or when Jesus comes. 
of his awesomeness and his faithfulness towards us as a family um, yeah he's provided us with um, the means for me to to keep working from home because um, I started a new job on actual the day of lockdown uh, so yeah um, he uh, he's provided for us for food um, uh, our landlord has dropped our rent for the next few months um, and Elaine and the kids arrived in the country two weeks before lockdown which I'm really grateful for because it would have been really awkward if and difficult if they were still in South Africa because yeah as you know Elaine's a chef and uh, the restaurant he was actually working in is now closed down shut because of restrictions and um, so yeah so it would have been difficult but yeah, so we've been praying for him for a job in the for here in this in the UK, and uh, God has come through and provided for him as he he does. He Elaine is now working in a, a care home as a cook, and we are so grateful to God for for His provision in our lives and just His grace and His, his mercy. Yeah, thanks guys. Miss you. Bye. Yo, God is really into the details. Um, yesterday I was telling Sofiso that I haven't had watermelon in such a long time and yeah. I'd love to have watermelon. And about an hour or two later, a friend of ours knocked on our door and brought us half a watermelon. Amazing. So we're going to enjoy that Hallelujah. now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hi, everybody. It's really good to see all of you. Well, I, I can't see you, but you can see me. I hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning. It's really empty in this church building where I'm preaching from and uh, I yeah, just want to say I really miss all of you and can't wait to see you again. Um, it's been a long lockdown, but uh, welcome to all of you that's tuning in from all over, um, all across London, the UK, even those from outside of the UK, family members, other side of the world. It's really good to have you all. I hope you have got a coffee in your hand. Um, Please uh, sit back and relax, but I want to really encourage you to focus as well. Like Hercules would always say, focus. We need to focus today. I've got a message on my heart that I I realize I've been coming for many years, and it's actually formed a foundation in my life that I hope will encourage all of you today. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go on this rapid adventure to try to squeeze in a lot of scriptures. You can actually go to 2 Corinthians 5. Um, after the service, please go read the whole of 2 Corinthians, but 2 Corinthians 5 and 6 is going to be core focus of today, um, but I'm going to jump around a little bit. The slides will also be on so you can follow. Um, yeah, we, we're living in a, a time where hopelessness is growing, and um, that's why I am preaching today on the freedom in Christ. Uh, it's because of Christ that we are free, and uh, I'm just going to try to take you through a couple of things um, what is ultimate freedom? Why has Christ made us free? And what now? So the third one, so what now, is a question that I want to try to focus on that I hope will encourage some of you, even though, yeah, there's a lot to go through on there. Um, but yes, um, I want to encourage you as a 
prelude to this sermon today. Safiso preached about just our motivations, the attitudes of our heart two weeks ago. I want to encourage you to go, go listen to that. And then last week, Heracles spoke about the, the promises of God to revisit these things, um, to, to reassess our situation. We're in a very interesting time in this world. And um, yeah, it's really for us now to assess, reassess and um, ask ourselves, are we really free? Are we really free in Christ? What does it mean? Um, I'm just thinking, you know, the challenge with addictions, you know, can, can one say no to something? If you can't, honestly, today as you're sitting there, say no to, to something, you know, that's sometimes enticing you, um, whichever thing it might be, then you've got to ask yourself, are you really free? And uh, I want to, yeah, as we go through this, have that at the back of your mind. Um, it's, it's for me, you know, I, I've just realized, you know, I've become so comfortable in my lifestyle and I need to stop kidding myself uh, in some, some areas of my life where I've become so comfortable and I'm asking myself, am I really free? Is it really just the, you know, the little box that I've built for myself? You know, is there maybe something God wants to do beyond that? And uh, so I've been wrestling through these scriptures and it's been such an exciting journey. So anyway, without further ado, what is ultimate freedom? That's the big question. So I did a couple of Google Google searches and some of the things that come up is it's a life of passion, a life of purpose, a life of prosperity. Um, it's the ability to fill any desire with no concern or responsibility for the impact of others. These are, these are things that just popped up. Uh, another one was it is the lack of responsibilities and challenges. If we have no responsibility, is that the ultimate freedom? Um, it's the awareness of the impact of each choice. Um, I was thinking about this quite a lot. And, you know, the, the person that said this was basing it on Einstein's theory of relativity. It's that consciousness anyway. So I'm not going to pull up on that. But, you know, a lot of this was for me, a lot of performance driven thinking. And um, it, I'm just wondering, you know, is this the real way to achieve freedom today by just pulling on? Uh, our own abilities, our own desires, um, and, you know, even for technology, for example, I recently listened to a sermon from Tim Keller that was speaking about technology and, you know, how this is, it's actually caused the, the pandemic that we have at the moment, because, you know, if we didn't have international travel and things like this, we wouldn't have, um, you know, we wouldn't have had pandemic at our hands to, to sort out how you know many people thought technology would be the thing to solve all our problems and it's not it does help a little bit in some ways um, yes it increases you know I work on a computer every day and you know there's the benefits of that but we need to ask ourselves you know can we as human beings really um, save ourselves even if we tried um, and that's you know this is what's going to build up into my second question now how does Christ set us free or ultimately free um, John Piper is another famous Christian author that puts his his summary of what ultimate freedom looks like. He says, "You are fully free when you have the desire, the ability, and the opportunity to do what will leave you no regrets forever." Um, and he, in a long essay, he actually builds up and you know he explains that because of our moral inability. We can't achieve all four of those things. We can't, you know, have ultimate freedom of desire because we're limited to what we sometimes have and what we can get. The ability that we have is limited. Our opportunities are limited. 
and then regrets so often we just live with regrets for our life and well you know especially forever you think eternity what is you know the decisions i make today what will it echo in eternity as uh people would say um i'm just thinking you know this thing that he mentioned about moral inability um just the stockpiling that's been going on even for myself i've been wondering you know if things really get bad do i need to go buy certain things to hold on to that i can store away for for a longer period um anyway it's just that selfishness that also we need to wrestle with um and that is why this um question too that i have why is christ how does christ really set us free um john piper goes on with what he explained about ultimate freedom and he explains why Christ sets us free. He says, Jesus alone can set us free from damnation and domination. All those compelling desires that we spoke about earlier within addictions and sin generally. He frees us from damnation of sin by becoming a damnation for us. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. And he frees us from the domination of sin by changing our nature at the root through the new birth. And at the essence of it is that he gives us eyes to see our Savior is more to be desired than anything in the world. So ultimately, Christ sets us free when we accept that gift of salvation through. And that's when we are, you know, as Christians, we would refer to as the rebirth, like he mentioned now. And that is salvation. When we accept what Christ has already paid for us on the cross. Um, 2 Corinthians 5, here we go in Scripture, 17 to 21 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It's just such a full-on scripture. It just, you know, talks about the ministry of reconciliation, becoming ambassadors for Christ, becoming the righteousness of God because of what Christ has done, who knew no sin became sin for us. So we can have life and be reconciled to him. It's just good news this to this morning. Um, in Galatians 5 verse 1 it says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Christ really wants to bring us to a place to be able to stand firm and not allow us, allow us to be burdened by the yoke of slavery. Through Christ this yoke of slavery is taken away. And we're given so much more, all these promises of being reconciled to Christ, becoming ambassadors for Christ. And sure, that's really the, the, the focus of today is this um, enduring hope and peace that we get through being reconciled through Christ, through this freedom that we have in Him. Um, it leads me on to question three, and this is where we're going to spend most of our time today. Um, so what happens now? So it's there's two sides of the coin. On the one side is what we just touched on just now. Um, but, you know, with the fact that we are reconciled to Christ, we actually have eternity to look forward to. It's that eternal focus that um, 
is just so encouraging you know when we go through difficult times it's something we can hold on to we don't have to we don't live in a temporary world um in 2 corinthians 4 16 to 18 we can read so we do not lose heart though our outer self is wasting away our inner self is being renewed day by day for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen for the things that are seen are transient but the things that are unseen are eternal so it's this eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison that just you know it's, it's so beautiful guys and i want to encourage you to come meditate on these scriptures again we're quickly running through a lot of it today but it's this eternal eternal inheritance that we have from christ um through being reconciled to the father and me as a father dad for the last five going sick uh five months um my heart has just changed i realized you know looking at my baby boy moaning and groaning as he grows growing up he's learning to do funny noises and blowing bubbles and doing all types of noises um Ah, oh, it's just such a beautiful relationship. Our God also explains us as children and Him being a good Father. He wants to give us an inheritance, that eternal eternity with Him. Isn't that just amazing? Um, so, yes, it's actually from what I just read, going into 2 Corinthians 5, from verse 4, it actually says, For who are in, for we who are in this tent groan, like I just mentioned about Dan groaning, <laughs> being burdened, not because... We want to be unclothed, further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared for us this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather than to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what has he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are all well-known to God, and I also trust are well-known in your consciences." This is a reminder where Paul encouraged the Corinthians um, to to walk by faith um, and to seek after that inheritance that we have in eternity. Um, in John 8, 30, 30 to 38, that goes on where, where John actually writes, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham. And have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I'm just, uh, I'm so encouraged by these scriptures, guys. And I want to, yeah, just want to encourage you to, to also take this to your heart this morning that we are made free by the Son, by the power of Christ on the cross. Um, that's so that was the one point to focus on eternity. And then the second point is because of the reconciliation that Christ has given us, 
Royal Constellation work. We do our utmost for his highest, like Oswald Chambers' um, daily devotional, let's say, uh, our utmost for his highest because we are truly free. And um, there's a term used in the Bible that I want to bring to you this morning, and I hope I don't lose you here, but it's the word um, doulos, which actually translates slave or bond servant, bond slave. Um, it's not used in all the translations in the same way, and often it's just used as servant. But in, in the, for example, I just want to read in Philippians 2 verse 5 to 8. It says, Make your own attitude that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be used for his own advantage. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming, assuming the form of a slave, taking on the likeness of men. And when he had come as a man in eternal form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Isn't that just beautiful? Christ, the King of glory, became man and he considered himself a slave for us. Um, just reading up on this word doulos, there's just so much to it, um, you know, that might, we might have missed. We might miss sometimes when we read the Bible in our modern day society. Um, you know, when this word was used in the New Testament times, one out of every two to five people were slaves under the, the Roman Empire. And that meant there was no pay, there was no citizenship, there was no thank yous after being, you know, after doing something for your master. Um, there was nothing, no recognition. Some of them could have earned their, uh, their freedom if they worked for a certain period. Um, just throwing out a couple of comments just to give you an idea of the, the context of the, what this word doulos used more than 150 times in the New Testament um, was really why it was used for. Um, often people became slaves or became a doulos uh, because of debt in the family so they had to repay it to somebody and they became their slaves. Um, and this word was often used um, because you know freedom in especially in the New Testament time under the Roman Empire, becoming a citizen of a uh, Roman citizen was you know something to be very proud of at that stage. And so using this word in the context of Christianity, it's really a message of commitment and abandonment of, of oneself and own will. Um, there's also the 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 honoring part of it, you know, where often people are saying they're a slave to the king. Um, where it's, it's really an honor and a, of a sense to serve the king. It's uh, And that's, you know, in the same context where, like in Matthew 16, 24, verse 25, where Jesus says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Isn't that just beautiful? It's It's super challenging. I'm saying it's beautiful, but it's, you know, it's something that Jesus said for us. We need to deny ourselves the same way he did. Pick up our cross the same way he did and follow him. Um, becoming slaves to the king, slaves to slaves to Christ. It sounds it sounds really harsh, but it's just uh you know, if we understand the context of of servanthood, becoming servants in, in his kingdom and wanting to serve him, we can enjoy anything because we lay down our own will, we realize we're in debt to to Christ and just the fact that we can have life as a as a as a as grace. That's where grace comes in. 
so many aspects of the gospel that's just oh it's just pieces together if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it so what i just read sounds counterintuitive because it, you know god talks about us wanting to save our life we'll need to lose it and that's what I, that's really what i want the message i want to convey this morning about losing our lives becoming slaves for christ it's not in a negative sense it's really a place of just laying our lives down the same way christ became a slave to lay down his life for us as human beings i at the age of 13 became a christian and very early on in my Christian journey, uh, at the age of 14, 15, I went through a lot of what they would say bullying at school. I was in an all-boys school. And as a Christian, there were some guys that actually came to me and bullied me. And after a couple of years, when I asked them, listen, why are you doing this? Like, why would you come into my room at night and flip my bed upside down and throw stuff in my room? And, oh, it was, it was tremendous. But... Um, he, he actually was honest and he said, Ed, I just want to see you become upset because you're never angry. And it was such a testimony for me at that moment because I, I just realized, you know, I was, I was growing in Christ and I was really seeking to, to follow him. And, you know, these guys, some of them in school was really going out to, to, to just press the buttons where they can and make it hard for me. And, you know, there was, it was that testimony or at that stage, I had to, you know, decide if I want to suffer for Christ in some way. Um, you know, it maybe doesn't compare to what people go through in different countries at the moment with persecution. But for me, already at a young age, I had to decide, you know, am I willing to become a slave for Christ? Um, it's so beautiful how Paul also in 2 Corinthians, if I just go a few well, chapter earlier in 2 Corinthians 4 from verse 7, where he speaks about becoming jars of clay. And, um, you know, it's the same similar analogy uh, of being a slave or doulos where, where he says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay. We use jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. It's just, it summarizes a bit of my testimony, I guess, here in some way. And it's just really encouraging because this is what we need to go through. It doesn't sound like freedom in a worldly sense, but wow, how, how beautiful is this that, you know, there's this pressure just like a jar of clay needs to go through a fire to to bake and you know have to carry um, just carry stuff right through its lifetime um, for to reflect uh, to for other people's joy sorry um, I'm reading a lot of scripture here and I hope you're keeping up with me it's just so encouraging to read these words from Paul where he's encouraging the Corinthians so we just read 2 Corinthians 4. If we go to verse uh, to chapter 6, it says, Working together with them, then we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In a favorable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put on obstacle, 
we put we put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry but as servants of god we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance in afflictions in hardships calamities beatings imprisonments riots labors sleepless nights hunger by purity knowledge patience kindness the holy spirit genuine love by truthful speech and the power of god with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left through honor and dishonor through slander and praise we are treated as impostors and yet are true as unknown and yet well known as dying and behold we live as punished and yet not killed as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor yet making many rich as having nothing yet possessing everything if this is not an encouraging scripture especially in this time that we are living in I don't know what is it's um you know it's this pressure that we are experiencing from different sides but we are possessing everything in christ jesus he's called us to fellow um, citizenship with him um, called us to be friends of god romance with him all these things you know but it comes from a foundation deep in our hearts where we understand the importance of being servants and then all these sufferings that come along the way, it doesn't compare to our eternal weight of glory. And that just ties in with what I said earlier. I'm finishing off now with just three more short scriptures, so please stay with me. Um, in another book, in 1 Peter 4, verse 12 to 16, it says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come onto you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any other kind of criminal, or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear His name. So... I want to encourage us all with this scripture as well, uh, with this scripture as well, um, to you know find it a joy. It says here to rejoice in verse thirteen, as we participate in the sufferings of Christ, and especially in this time to really be bold um, about our circumstances, about the next seasons ahead. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to end off with two short verses out of two different. Uh, books one is in galatians 2 verse 20 it says i have been crucified with christ and i no longer live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me and then in philippians 1 verse 21 this is the scripture has come a long way with me since the time that i mentioned to you just now at school it says for, for me to live is christ he is my source of joy my reason to live and to die is gain for I will be with him in eternity. And that just summarizes everything that I have gone through now. Um, I've read a lot of scriptures today. And I just really wanted to encourage you to enjoy that freedom in Christ. Especially in this time. And in the times to come. If we are going through harder times. Maybe always know that Christ in us. The hope of glory. Has set us free. And those who are free are free indeed. And that's my prayer today. And um, I'm going to close off in prayer. I want to encourage all of you to, um, if you need ministry, to please follow the link uh, at the bottom of the screen. Um, we'll be there to attend with you in prayer. Um, 
So God bless you and may we see you again next week. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you that we can be with you today uh, in our homes, wherever we are, Lord. And just bring our hearts before you and even repent, Lord, of, of, um, of holding on to freedoms that this, that this world wants to give us, Father God, a freedom and technology, a freedom and success and, and climbing the ladder or just the, the comforts of life, Lord. Thank you that today we can come renew our commitments to you lord and uh, acknowledge that we are in debt to you for god jesus you have paid the price for us so we can have life and uh we want to be part of that lord we want to enjoy that eternity with you and uh yeah just thank you god for the freedom in christ